Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to Get Played. You know, once in a while when we are doing the show, we like to onboard new fans or new listeners and uh, tell you a little bit about how the show works and what we do. So my name is Heather Ann Campbell. I'm one of our three hosts. Uh, Our other host here is... This is Matt Apodaca. I also produce the show and edit the show myself. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm just here to make sure that everything's, uh, you know... Uh, going as as planned, you know. I, I keep the the train on the tracks, as they say. Yeah, you know, we have a third host here, and I don't know why he's not piping in. Uh, please say hello to Nick Weiger. Uh, I mean, Nick, guys, you should guys, guys. I'm yeah. Uh, my my active time battle gauge isn't full yet. Like it's just it's going really slow. Oh. I can't. I'm 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 not allowed to okay. talk yet. Okay. Okay. So you guys could just vamp till my gauge fills up. Sure. Okay, sure. great. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we have a, we have like a turn-based conversation system where, you know, our initiative governs how fast our, our agility, how fast our, and my mind just really This is the right first now, so. I'm hearing of this. I thought we just were riffing this yeah, whole time. No. I wasn't even aware of having an active time conversation system. Well, it, it's not like, like, again, you know, I'm not supposed to be talking right now, so I don't want to get in trouble, but it's like. In trouble? It's, trouble. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, it, it's not like we just like. You know, because because t- turns can be kind of staggered because we all have different gauges filling at different rates. So like it's just I, just just whatever like my, my gauge my gauge is filling up. I'll, I'll be able to talk to Nick. Second, have sorry, you officially. been have you been monitoring all of our conversations for years and waiting for your your turn? Yeah, it's extremely stressful. Honestly, it's hard to just kind of stay in the moment because I'm just watching bars fill up at all times. <laughs> yours, yours is flying, by the way. Because well, I don't, I don't even know that it exists. Like, I feel like this is something that's yeah. exclusive to you. It's starting to make sense a little bit though, because I feel like sometimes, like when one of us is going off, Nick is always saying that we're 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 using our limit break. And I'm always like, that's like, what are you talking about? But now it sort of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, did, did you, you both slot in like haste material or something? Like what the fuck's going on? You're fucking no, so I'm fucking not fast. slotting in anything. I'm just talking like a human okay. fucking person. Right. Nick, what else in your life functions on an active time system? Uh, uh, like meal breaks. That um, makes sense. Uh, ec- exercise, sleep, uh, you know, reading. If I want to turn the page of my book, <laughs> gauge has got to get all the way full. You, you can't turn a page until page? your gauge is full. Yeah, if I re- if I read it too fast, I'm like, ah, oh, I just got to wait here for a second. <laughs> this thing to spit up. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, it's 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 our life. But you know, things are things are good. Look, I, again, I shouldn't be talking right now. <laughs> I feel like if this is somebody's first episode of the show, they're baffled. <laughs> <laughs> One more logistics question here, Nick. Do you think yeah. a limit break is like a joke? Um, yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah, you, you know, you power up, you have your big moment where 
everyone reacts to so it. So you then have never used a limit break? Okay. Gage is full. Hi, I'm Nick Liger. <laughs> we cast Thundaga and Guzzle High Potions as we rank Final Fantasy games. This week in Tears of the Kingdom, Final Fantasy on Get Played! Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Oh, you know that's me, Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Abadaka. Oh, hello, everyone. Oh. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the premier video game podcast where, you know, we do what we want. We're we do sassy. Whatever the- fuck we want this show is unfiltered and uncensored and you can't cancel it no well i, I mean you could so you please could can't, honestly <laughs> don't stitcher may be canceling it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what they're gonna do yeah we're recording this and it might not come out <laughs> that's not true no i don't want to cause any alarm for anybody uh they're mad scientists over at Stitcher HQ. Who knows what they're going to cook up in that lab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a bright idea. You know, it's, uh, you know, uh, how about this? How about this? We just make it all go away. <laughs> wait, wait, is this a risk? Because if, no, if this I mean, is a no, thing that's fine. a real risk, then I'm, I'm going to shut my laptop and... <laughs> Go out and have a fucking beer. <laughs> and we should we should reiterate to people who are who maybe missed the recent episodes. You can have a beer, and that's not an insane thing to do because you it is evening your time. You're yeah, over in Amsterdam. Yeah. Well, these. I mean, if you're they whatever you're listening to this that. might not be. It could be an appropriate time to have a beer anyway. Yes, I am in in Amsterdam here on the uh, the international push of of Get Played Pod, where I've got a couple of great leads. Can't wait to to wow. explore them. Um, I have maybe a question. Set up a couple of, huh? What? Us, me, me and Nick, we're on PT <laughs> Pacific time. That's yeah. right. If you were on the East Coast, you'd be on ET. Yeah. What is what is yours? Is it? It's not GMT, is it? It's not Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, I'm GMT plus one. Oh. So I oh, think GMT it's plus. Cent- you got the GMT plus, baby. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's Central European time. Oh. Maybe. I'm not going to remember, an, so I don't know why I asked. But I'm an hour ahead of London. So oh. if you're like, oh, what time is it in London? I'm an hour before that. Yeah. I'm I'm racing into tomorrow faster than anybody except, I think, Japan. And that's, wow. that's hey, that's not nothing. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Matt, we, we, that, that just, I just realized we are in PT. Like. Do, Nick, don't even say that. I'm just saying. Have you looked behind you recently? Oh, God. Wait, you guys, you've seen my new place, right? It's just this hallway? Yeah, it's kind of hard to, I can't kind of get lost in there. Yeah. Find my way out. Yeah, the bathroom is fucked up. (laughs) 
Oh, so much to discuss so- this week. <laughs> We're talking PT. So much to talk about. I, and and I, I should say on that note, because we go back and forth, you know, we have our little group chat and we try to decide what how we're going to book out the show. Yeah. And one thing we we have been, I, like, look, I, I, I feel like I've been beating this drum. We've been talking a little bit about just internally, like we don't want to just set the expectation that whatever big new AAA release that comes out each month, we are going to dedicate an episode to it. Right. However, the way this year has worked out. It kind of is just sort of like we're kind of in that rhythm. So we are yeah. going to do a we play, you play of Final Fantasy 16 because we're all playing it. That will be coming Monday, July 31st. So hopefully if you're listening along, you'll have enough time to get through a, a lot of the game by then. And uh, we'll, you'll hear our extensive thoughts in a few weeks. I also know that a lot of listeners may be frustrated with us doing a console exclusive video game for our right. we play you play yeah. um you know it's the it's the first final fantasy to come out exclusively on playstation 5 it's also the biggest selling playstation 5 game so far i think i think Is it really yeah it's, it's also fucking, as of right now one of the only playstation 5 exclusives <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> um, um and so for that we're sorry but it is it's a mainline final fantasy game and what yeah. do you want us to do not play it we played we zelda nobody do? was like I can't play Zelda on my Xbox. I feel like that's different somehow only because like grandmas have switches. You know what I mean? Like everybody's Jesus. got, everybody's got a switch. It's true. Um, some I, grandmas have PlayStation fives. So some that's grandmas true too. have PlayStation ones. <laughs> that's true too. Yeah. And that's, we, we, we salute them here on this show. Yeah. We, this show's for the grandmas. We love the grandmas. If you're a grandma and you listen to the show, let us know. Like, honestly, we want to know. I had, I, my grandparents, first off, my grandma and grandpa, I mentioned before, they had a, God bless them, had a, on my dad's side, had an Atari 2600 yeah. at their house that, that, like, the kids could play. So it was like, hey, there's, like, it's whatever, it, it versus what I was used to, it kind of sucked, but it was just, like, video games were there. Yeah, and they were not nothing. The kids. And then my, my, my grandfather on my mom's side and my grandma my my, my grandpa was a was a big computer enthusiast uh he worked for jpl back in the day mm. and like there's like photographs of him with like those old school like room size computers like that was the stuff he used to work on wow and um but he always like had a had a had a pc capable of playing games and he would just have games installed for the kids to play so he'd go up there and play like hexen or whatever or uh, or secret of monkey island that's how i got introduced to that game so it's just some grandparents are like hey we're going to encourage a kid's habit or a kid's hobby you were playing real life war games too right yeah, I inadvertently got us into a Balkan crisis. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that thing was wired to fucking NORAD. Uh, I want to say because you were saying, you know, we're not we're not always going to do big releases or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just really so it just so happens that this year in particular is like Pack. a banner year for video games. Like maybe yeah. one of the great years in the last decade. It's unbelievable. It's it's yeah, it's tricky. Man, I yeah, again, I I just I would like to have time to cover something classic or something smaller, something indie, yeah. but it just We'll do that next of, month. That's the we'll, that we'll do that. We're going to mix it up. We're going to mix it up next month. And something you can play on PC and something you can play on other platforms. You've heard it here first. We're going to we're going to play pole position for the Atari. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to play something unfun. <laughs> I remember pole position being okay. Yeah, I think my mom likes pole position. Uh, all right, so we talk about some video games. 
not just video games or not just like the idea of talking about video games, but to actually talk about video games. I think people like us talking about the idea of it. <laughs> the concept of video games. About yeah. scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'll put this question to the panel. What are you playing? Well, I kind of I feel like my what am what am I playing segment might merge a little bit with um, World Warrior because like. Did you made a sting for that Apodaca? I heard the sting. Yeah, Sting's I did. Great. Like uh, high quality. I, sting. Alex, Alex did a bulk of it. I sort of put it in order and was like, "This is the vibe." And Alex well, executed it. So Alex, our engineer. It, it's hard for me to talk about gaming without talking about context. Okay, for, how, can, can I do this then? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Can, can we can we start the discussion here because I know we're going to talk about it in depth, but we can get early impressions. Should we just talk about Final Fantasy 16 a little bit? We've all played bit. it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Great. Yes. Well, let's start. Let's start there because I've played slash watched the first two hours. Uh, <laughs> I finally I got back into town and I, I played a little bit last night. <laughs> that said, I am really enjoying it so far. I should say that, like on my morning walk, I listened to the triple click episode about Final Fantasy 16. So I'm I'm trying a lot to, which is a great pod. Check it out. Yes. Uh, but I I'm trying not to let their thoughts affect mine too much. Mm-hmm. Based off of my experience, things I really like, active time lore system, which is you can get, you know, if you played the game, you know what this is, but it's 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 basically at any time you can pause uh, any any game action that's going on. And it essentially brings up like a like a like a Microsoft Encarta uh, that just has like a visual representation of all these concepts. And you can go uh, you can, you know, mouse over them and click them and it will give you an explanation of what's going on. So like the yeah. name of a kingdom, the name of a character, uh, the over? you know, what's that mouse over whatever. Like what, what? what's the term for moving a cursor over something with an analog stick? Nick's playing with a mouse and keyboard. He's, play, he's playing. Highlight, fine. You can highlight it. It's sort of like on if you watch anything ever on uh, Amazon Prime. Mm. It has like yeah. that that like parents mode where if you pause it, it tells you who's in the scene and where you know them from. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, good. Yeah. Oh, there's that's also, that guy from that thing. Yeah. There's also <laughs> a new thing because I I heard about this with Amazon and I was like I have to see this in person. I have to see it. Um, in what's their new one? Citadel. Right, they're big. They're big, high budget, AAA oh, yeah. fucking thing. If you pull up at the bottom of the screen, like more info, it will also let you buy the outfits you see on screen. Is that true? Yeah, I had to see it in person. I had, I had, to, I was like, "Holy shit, is this real?" And I went and watched Citadel, and like during the first scene, I pulled up the the bottom menu, and it was like, "Shop the dress," and I was like. Fuck! Wow. wow, I can't wait to dress like the Amazon hit Citadel. I wrote on an Amazon Prime pilot uh, years ago Scab. Oh. that that did it <laughs> <laughs> earlier this morning. <laughs> uh, years ago, and this was a that it was it, Heather ex- like built around what you just said. Like the idea wasn't just that it was going to be. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it very circuitously, but it was was essentially 
going to function as an infomercial for like a comedy, but also an infomercial for products you could buy. And it was like the most dystopian thing I've ever had any sort of hand in. And I was like, all right, sure. But it would be, you know, like we'd like there'd be a character would be, you know, whatever, drinking a coconut water in the screen and it would have an integration for you to buy that coconut water. It was like that level of like, wow. like here's a like it's this is just an ad that's disguised as entertainment. I was thinking it was maybe going to be like all like Amazon basic stuff. So it's like <laughs> stuff that you like could use, but it's like a shittier version of it. Well, there was shit like that, too. There was like also like, you know, whatever you could like, uh, hey, I can order this uh, this extension cord or, or, or what yeah. have you. Very strange. <laughs> That's a really funny. Buy their underwear. Like, huh? I don't like, even see it. <laughs> product placement is to like walk through a set designed thing and be like, actually, we're going to bring this fan into the middle of the room and use a yellow extension cord. And be like, well, but I don't want that. No, no, no we're going to do that so that they could buy the extension cord yeah, for the yeah. fan. Yeah. Why not just have them buy the fan? Both. Both are for sale. They're both. They're both up for sale. And then also yeah. we're going to add a line where you say like, hey, don't trip over that extension cord. Like, uh, don't worry. It's yellow. I'll, we're I, gonna, I could, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to miss it. This person keeps their toothbrushes in the dining room. On the dining room table. Oh, really? that's weird. All right. Oh, yeah, all right. They need um, to be able to see them at all times. A lot of the action takes place in the dining room. I mean, we got to know yeah. that they brush their teeth. Yeah. Look, we could be executives if we wanted to be. <laughs> it's not hard. No, Man. we could do it. We if could be executives, we could be cops, we could do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I was an executive, I would ruin the industry within six months. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. It would be that the easiest be thing to do. Like, if you, wa- if you walked in with absolute confidence... And yet also had the creativity of a writer. Mm-hmm. You could like fucking destroy the system from the inside. With like one bad idea. Like that's yeah. like really all it would take is like yeah. one like, yeah. bad idea. One excellent yeah. bad idea. Like that Sony idea where you have to stand up and shout the name of the uh, product before the commercial can can end. Oh, yeah. Like that that's- was some that's some writer who has been cornered by the tech division. And they're like, I, I don't know, maybe you have to. You gotta stand up and shout McDonald's. <laughs> if uh, the- if you're if listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a Sony, a famous Sony patent, which is for uh, a commercial detection apparatus for your television, where you can skip a commercial by shouting the name of the product at the television. Maybe they patented it so nobody would ever do it. <laughs> an altruistic patent yeah, yeah just kind yeah, of sitting nice. on it yeah that'd yeah. be good that'd be, I'd be all in on Sony then VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients as you practice each skill the muscle memory starts to develop learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact Well, I want to talk a little about, or unless you were going to keep going, Nick. No, please. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, so here, my main thoughts are that the combos, so it's a great, great combat system. Super, so far. Super enjoyable. The layout in any of the layouts, like if you switch between controller schemes and you play any of these layouts, <sighs> It, there are some baffling choices that prevent the execution of combos that are built into the system. 
Like there's a lot hmm. of stuff where you have to be charging one button and like rapidly tapping another button in order to set up a specific chain. But both of those buttons in the default controller setting are face buttons. So unless you're holding the controller in your left hand and tapping with right, with with your like index and middle finger, it's kind of impossible to execute those combos. But if you switch it so that you can, so that you can charge those magic spells while also doing the the combo systems, then your icons are rotated to a different place. And it, it it's just a very strange, it feels like an excellent combat system, which for reasons I cannot fathom, have not properly been like tested. Like it's like if uh, yeah. it's it's like if you if you had Street Fighter Six and like light and medium punch were on you know, in their standard location on the face of your joystick. And then heavy punch was to the left of the joystick, like on the other side of Mm -hmm. your, so like in order to execute certain moves, you'd have to switch hands to press heavier, heavy punch or heavy kick. So that's, that's my only complaint about what has been a very delicious game that, well, speaking of delicious, that and the fact that the food in Final Fantasy 15 is so much more beautiful than the food in Final Fantasy 16. Mm, took a step backwards. Uh, really I will. I, I think that I had the same issue with just the way the controller is mapped out. I I just kind of accepted like, okay, I'll get used to whatever the default is. This is this is a larger issue I have with they they just got to have like some sort of conference and just the UN maybe has to get involved and decree that there has that buttons just have to correspond to a certain function across different character action games because it's just too much to like the, to me the most disorienting thing is that R1 is essentially your dodge and yeah. that is really fun when you get a perfect dodge and then you can counter. That's a super satisfying like like rhythm to the game. I love that, but it just feels unnatural to use for me. Having gotten so used to where dodge roll is on other games to be like be using R one to dodge and then uh, like square to counter. Well, your second controller mapping resets dodge specifically to circle, which okay. is where it is in like Dark Souls and stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll try that then. And the problem with that is that then your your action, I think, is triggers. So in order to charge your in order to charge magic, you have to be holding down the second trigger, what L2 or R2 in order to like, I wish you could just I wish that you, the player, could create a uh, a control scheme that then was mapped on all games for you. Like, oh, this is how I play. This is part of my online identity. It's part of my... So that, for example, the Fortnite controls, which I have become, you know, it's now part of my blood. Yeah. I could just map those on everything. And like weapon switching, if if it exists, would always be in the same place. Jump, always in the same place. Dash would always, always be, you know, push in the joystick Halo style. As opposed to in Breath of the Wild, where you gotta like fucking like move your thumb up to the top of the controller in order to dash. Maybe that's the ultimate solution. Some sort of profile system where yeah. just like when you log into your to your console, 
it just loads your profile of how you control games and then you can just import that in anything or it's just applied by default. That might be the solution. It could be applied by default. And if the game had specific actions that weren't universal, then it would give you the option of where to place those around your default control scheme. Because I always want jump to be X. I don't want it anywhere else on the controller. I I, I'm, I pretty yeah. much agree with that. The other thing that I have, and I run into this a lot when flipping between like Switch and PlayStation, is I got so used to confirm being where Circle is uh, yeah. at AKA, which now I got to look at my fucking Switch controller. Is that the A button? That's the A button on yeah. Switch, right? Yeah. And, and Sony at a certain point decided that that should be on X, which... For me, is unintuitive in a couple of ways. One, it's just like different than 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 what I get used to. But but two, it's like X and Circle have like Circle has like a like a an approve connotation to it, and X has like a no, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like so, symbo- so uh, from from a symbology standpoint, it like confuses me. So yeah, I wish I could fl- I could just set that shit. Whatever. Never gonna happen. No, we're still gonna be having this issue in twenty thirty five. Uh yeah, uh, right on the heels of uh, PlayStation Seven. Um, I will we be in seven by then? Uh, still probably, be probably, we'll, we'll be in six. I was reading recently that uh, they're predicting that the next cycle will be twenty twenty eight. Wow! So still, still a ways to go. A longer, I think, a longer console cycle than previous. Yeah, well, um, that's in part because they couldn't get the fucking systems out. Yeah, because nobody has them yeah. three years in. That's still. true. That's uh, true. I, I've been playing this. And something has happened to me. Um, I you're glowing. I <laughs> oh my oh my god, are you a dominant? I'm a dominant. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm, I'm branded. Um, <laughs> uh, I love all the <laughs> I love all the stupid bullshit in this game, <laughs> like like that, like just like the lore stuff. I'm like yeah, oh fucking my god, rules. I love it. It's just Again, people, active time lore it's just delicious. Helps that so much. Yeah, people are are comparing it to Kingdom Hearts stuff. Yeah. And I'm like oh my god, Apodaca must be just in his juice. <laughs> well, the combat is also similar. Like yeah, like that too. And there's like I've had to I've messed with it. My if I had, I don't even know if I have a complaint necessarily uh i have found the game to be pretty easy so far and i know that there are charms that are you know rings that you can wear that sort of eliminate uh some of the things you were speaking of like um like there's a chart like there's a thing that you can wear that um makes all combos and uh other like um actions like if you want to like act like activate the dog torgal or something um also torgal Turgle from Jedi Survivor. Uh, let's talk about it. Those names are pretty similar, mm. if you ask me. That's, anyway, that's, yeah, that's the, the, end of, end of discussion. the new name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the new name of this year. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a thing you can wear that if you're, you're wearing it, all the combo actions and stuff are assigned to just the attack button, and so you just you just you could just mash square the whole time. And right. activate your other abilities and stuff or send Torgal. And like that, I was like, this is cool. I'd rather be sort of just doing it myself. So I took that one off and I took, mm-hmm. there's a couple of other like easy mode rings that you can uh, wear. And I was just like, I'm just going to take this off. I've died one time in 20 mm-hmm. hours. There's, um, there's 20 a, hours. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I played 20 hours already. I just wow. got, I got to it. I, I don't want to say where I got to, um, but um, there's a new game yeah. plus. Yeah. I'm that I hear that. is, is a real Royal good time. Yeah. Uh, Cause this, I mean, 
I know that this is very different than other Final Fantasy games. I've not played very many, um, hmm. but I'm currently Final Fantasy pilled. I, um, nice. I, I, just to expand into the, you know, what else I'm playing. Um, I got the uh, Pixel remaster on Switch. Um, nice. And I was worried that I had heard that they fixed a couple of things about it. You know, like the the font, namely, was like the main thing that people were not super happy with. I don't have a problem with this font now because um, I you you have the option of restoring the old font and like the old like scan line like screen. Sure. And I mm-hmm. activated those. And let me tell you something. They look like dog shit. They look so bad. Uh, like <laughs> it looks, it, it doesn't look good on the, on the OLED. It's just a little too, mm. um, a little too old for such a nice uh, screen. Uh, gotcha. So I, the HD graphics and the uh, HD graphics, they're not even that. Um, they're just a little cleaner, I guess. Uh, and the, the, the updated font that is more similar to the old font than it is uh, the original new font that they, they picked. Um, is good is good enough and look it's i'm playing final fantasy 3 and about halfway through that one holy uh, shit I, simultaneously I, i'm playing two yeah yeah i'm uh final fantasy 16 is my daytime game and final fantasy 3 is my nighttime game because it's a lot less to do it's a you know the whole world's on a single map <laughs> you're just sort of you can right. you can walk you could walk around the entire map in a single go um and in like a minute, basically, you just go around it. <laughs> uh, but I and then, and there's some quality of life things in there that they've added that uh, I'm particularly enjoying. Um, I'm not trying to have a hard time with this one. So I've there's boosts that you can add, so you Boost. can get four times the amount of uh, exp and um, and gill uh, per um, fight. So I just have that on because I'm just trying to I'm just trying to fly through these fuckers. I yeah. think that's like I think that's the way to experience yeah. it because otherwise it just gets so tedious grinding all those random encounters. Exactly, and I I'm having a blast. I love my team right now. This one introduces the job system, so you can change jobs. But I haven't changed jobs because I haven't felt the need to because everybody's doing excellent work on my team. Uh, my monk in particular is wrecking house. He's incredible. Um, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm playing that and. I mentioned Jedi Survivor a little bit ago, and I did finish it. And I got to say that I think when it gets to the end of the year and game of the year discussions are being had, I think it's a contender. And I think uh, it won't. It obviously it's not going to win, but I don't want it to be left out of that conversation. I think it's an incredible, incredible video game. Wow. And they uh, it's iterative of the, you know, of the first one, not unlike uh tears of the kingdom to breath of the wild but the combat late game it becomes like such it it becomes a different game once you have all the stances and all these like abilities unlocked it is like it's like i don't know there's like it's it's incredible this year's mm. nuts for video games they really i can't believe what they pulled off what respawn did with um with jedi survivor 2 it's unreal and the story is it, the Jedi, the Jedi games are some of the best Star Wars stories in Star Wars. They're fucking great. Really, really well done. Well acted. The, the stakes are incredible. Uh, I, 
hats off to them. They they fucking crushed it with that one. Wow. I'm 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 impressed with your enthusiasm mm -hmm. and it makes me wish that I did not bring I brought I bought a physical copy of that game mm -hmm. and I didn't bring it with me and I wish I had. I wish I had. You got to get once you get I know you're going to love it. Once you get the fucking Kylo Ren stance. Yeah. yeah. You're just fucking people up with that. It, it's it, <laughs> it's heavy and it takes it ta it has a rhythm to it because you can't just swing it at all times. It's like a mm. slow sort of swing. Man, yeah, it's fucking great. It's so good. Kylo wrecked house. He oh, I hope he's in the new movie. He well, he famously died. Uh, yeah. yeah, but so, so did you know Alec Guinness and. I mean, Obi-Wan died and he just shows up in the next movie. The thing that here's here's something that I've been thinking about with Star Wars, not to get us too far in. <laughs> it sounds like every single person that worked on these movies fucking hated it. Like they hated it so much. <laughs> like you ask Oscar Isaac if he returns, if he would return and he doesn't even think about it for one second. He's just like, nope. <laughs> like, no, I'm done. Uh, yeah. Nine was nine was so rough. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker yeah. was rough. Uh, I, I am going to, I, I have a couple more things to say about Final Fantasy 16. Great. Just real quick. One, uh, Kazuya Takahashi did the character design. I do really, th I do really like the character designs in this game. They look really I, cool. I, yeah, I, I like nice. it. I know it's like very, it's a little more regal and austere than I normally like. I don't respond to the high fantasy stuff. Even though I like high fantasy a lot, it's just <laughs> like what I like in a Final Fantasy is usually when it's a little bit more, uh, you know, steampunky or, yeah. or, or cyberpunky. They don't usually say fuck in these games either, do they? They no, don't usually they do say not. fuck. They say fuck or a cock. lot in this one. They yeah. do. They bust they out do. a cock pretty early on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I don't know the which point can in... suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ifrid. <laughs> so they, I feel like they tested that water on. Uh, on that, what was that one? The Final Fantasy Paradise Origins? Oh, Strangers of Paradise? There yeah. it is. Par Strangers of Paradise is where they were like, they were like sticking their toe in that water and being like, what if Final Fantasy characters said fuck? And they said it so much. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And they were like, it's okay, the roll it back, roll it back a yeah. little bit. Like, and say it while running from something. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's they, they do that in Logan too. A movie I like, but it's like, you know, when when Wolverine and uh, and Professor X are just saying like, fuck, just constantly. It's like at a certain point, this is just a distraction. Yeah, like you have the leeway because you have the R rating, but dial it back a little bit. Fuck Charles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So the, I don't know what point in the Final Fantasy lore, at which point in the series, uh, the enemy, one of my favorite enemies, the Marlboro, became the Molebro. But that's like a they like it's it's happened now. Like the you know the the, the enemy that casts that that has it's it's like this gigantic like kraken like abomination uh, that that blasts out bad breath is its big attack. But now it's called a Molebro. Mm -hmm. Maybe that happened in fifteen or thirteen or something like that. But. I do kind of miss Marlboro, though I understand the the reason for the change, obviously. Well, I thought uh, that it was called a Marlboro because it, it, cigarettes gave you bad breath. That That's what it was, I think. And then they changed it to Marlboro. They're like, nobody mm. smokes anymore. Nobody smokes nobody anymore. And also, it. this is a this is a, a an insane copyright infringement. <laughs> like, we can't do this. How have we not been sued? Through? I feel like you used to be able to maybe get away with stuff like that. Or like, it's yeah, on yeah. the cart. We can't patch yeah. it out. It's on the cart. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll, I, I have some. I, 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 I want to touch on Diablo Four a little bit too because I played some more oh, since yes. the last time we sure. recorded. Uh, I did roll a new character. I rolled a rogue, and I played a little bit with a rogue. There's a thing it lets you do in on your second playthrough, which is skip the campaign, uh, which I checked just to be like, all right, yeah, I can just skip the campaign and go straight to the open world. And I kind of regret that because mm-hmm. I do think the campaign is pretty engaging. And although there are a lot of cutscenes, I'd almost rather like just sort of speed through the cutscenes and still experience them than just go straight to the open world, which. You know, it's a, it's a challenge to make these games endlessly replayable, and and you know, I think they've done they did they did a really good job with the launch of this game. I'm I'm sure a lot of of new content will be coming. Uh, a lot of new content is is has already been promised that will that will fix this. But it, the open world feels a little bit barren if you just jump into it without the context of the narrative. So I I kind of regret that. Uh, the other thing that that I I was kind of I was looking forward to. I was just sort of like rolling through Diablo four, yeah. like on the 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 level the the world tier two uh, mm-hmm. difficulty, and then once you do that, then you then you have to go to a, a specific dungeon to unlock nightmare difficulty, which I was like, great, now I can have like a little bit of a challenge here. But you can't use nightmare difficulty on your character until you hit level fifty, and so my new character, I was looking forward to like having like playing on a more challenging difficulty, but it's not available to you. And so I was reading some guides, and they're basically like, yeah, you might as well just go down to to you know tier one difficulty and just blaze through things as quickly as possible so you can get to level fifty to experience that. And it just kind of felt like something of a grind. So mm. I might be taking a break from this game, which is fine. I yeah. got a lot of enjoyment out of it. I got, you know, 30 plus hours of enjoyment out of this game. It's really well made. It was really it's really satisfying. But I might take a little bit of time before I come back to it and and play another character all the way. Through. Yeah, I just finished act three of Diablo four, actually. So I'm like, I'm slowly wow. chipping away at it, but I'm not in a rush because I mean, it sounds like it's like, you know, you can just play it forever if if yeah, if that's how it's designed. Uh, so I'm not in a rush to um to finish it yet um but i'm gonna get back in there because i do miss my sorcerer yeah i mean like i was having a lot of fun with the rogue the rogue is very active and you know the character i played before that the necromancer are super duper active lots to do it's a, it's a very fun gameplay loop i just might be taking a little breather all right uh heather did you did, did you had something else well i wanted to talk a little bit about my international experience here in, as the uh world warrior in amsterdam Wow. Um, couple of things. One, I texted you guys this because I was stunned. You can go into a store here and there are just stacks of PlayStation 5, both models. Wild stacks. Stuff. Like totally wild. Like it's a fucking Nintendo Wii in late in the Wii life cycle. Like it's crazy <laughs> to me that you can just like walk in and be like, well, I guess I'm going to get a PlayStation five today. Yeah. Um, that is not the case in the United States. Uh, the trade off is that <laughs> here in Amsterdam, you're, I, I've learned how secondary the European market is. And this is anecdotal, but a game like Fortnite, an international super hit, right? The, um, Hours for maintenance are scheduled during prime playing hours here in Amsterdam, oh. whereas in, uh, in New York or California, uh, they're scheduled for the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's one of those ways in which like the 
game companies just sh- throw like a little bit of shade at uh at Europe as a mm-hmm. market, which is uh, crazy because like it's a big it's a big fucking game. I guess it's a, it's a North American game, so of course, but like still, it's I can't imagine that Grand Theft Auto, which is technically a European game, is I mean I guess not anymore. It's Brexit, right? So isn't it like a British game now? I don't know the That's rules. Weird. Um, that shit works. That's Prince Andrew. I know. I know. I support it, but I don't know beyond that. <laughs> uh, so that was uh, that was a, a a surprise. Finally, um, I went to Amsterdam's only retro game store, which I don't think I've talked about on the show. Correct? No, I don't think I have. I don't think no. so. Um, it's a store. So in LA. And I know that this is also like there's retro game stores like I stopped at one in Portland. I stopped at one in Seattle. Like there's tons of retro game stores in the United States here in Amsterdam. One retro game store. It is down an alley. The sign on the on the on the window is cardboard with like writing on the cardboard. And the store is called Game Over? Question mark. And you go in and it is like Akihabara adjacent density. You, you, there are two aisles. They are shoulder width, like across. And Mm -hmm. that, and all of your games are just stacked and stacked and stacked like a, like a hoarder's apartment almost. Mm, Sure. Yeah. Uh, Without, uh, you know, without any judgment, I guess. It just, I'm I'm trying to convey that density and I don't know, like a library, but, but more packed. Um, But they had an incredible selection of games that I realized I would not buy because they were all PAL versions. And I was like, well, sure would suck to get like a PAL, you, PAL version of any of this stuff is kind of a dead right. end yeah. per, uh, purchase. Um, but it was pretty neat to go in that store. Um, I have plans to, uh, there's a video, no, a, a home computer museum uh, a couple hours outside of Amsterdam that I plan to take the train to. And then also... Um, rocks. Yeah. Doesn't that fucking rock? Yeah. <laughs> like a home home computer museum. Um, oh, that's awesome. That's fucking great. Yeah. And you get to take the train there and back? Yeah. That's oh, awesome. right. This is Nick's best day. <laughs> <laughs> Took the train to the computer museum. <laughs> they put uh, you behind I- a case. Ah, the Nick has arrived. (laughs) Finally, the final piece. He belongs Um, in a museum. (laughs) But I'm also gonna. There's apparently an arcade here now in Amsterdam uh, that I plan to to take a visit out. And then I also, you know, I've I've uh, received a lot of DMs and like um, leads on people who might want to you know, be featured on the show and I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. It's been, it's been a lot to uh, set up my life here and then uh, answer all that stuff. But I promise if you're a listener, then no, I'm getting to it. I promise. We'll get to it. We'll get to Calm it. Calm down. You know what else we should get to is the meat of the episode. That's right. You know, we we should get to uh, what we're talking about today, which we thought because Final Fantasy is so back in the zeitgeist in 16, everyone's like, well, it's a high, I, have, I love it. I hate it. I think it's the best one. I think it's the worst one. Where does it rank in the hierarchy? Well, we can't determine that, but we can determine 
the hierarchy itself. It's another edition of Tears of the Kingdom, T-I-E-R-S, for Final Fantasy. That's right. We're going to do tier rankings of the mainline entries. I think we just have to do mainline. I don't think we can do everything else. Now, now, do we want to do like the... You know, the three remake. Do we want to do, you know, X2 uh, slash 10-2, however you say it? Do we want to talk about the Final Fantasy VII uh, a remake? You know, I don't know. I, about, maybe we'll get to that. What about Dirge of Cerberus? I don't think we can do Dirge of Cerberus. <laughs> I mean, just want to give it a tier. We'll just give it a tier. Nobody list does we'll just, stupid we'll shit on. like Final Fantasy. That rules. <laughs> Stranger of Paradise. Just give it a ranking. We'll put. We'll. Well, yeah. We'll did a, a tier of Cerberus is a is is C tier. All right. Let's move on. But, uh, okay. What so, about wait? What about the dirge of Cerberus lost episode, which was only available on mobile phones? Uh, S tier. That's S. <laughs> easiest S tier of my life. Okay. So let's 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 just get into it's it. Mid now. Best. Damn it, Donald. I can't believe it. This is more fraudulent than the 2016 election. (laughs) What about, okay. (laughs) Legitimately, though, like, what about, like, Crisis Core? Yeah, I mean, this is the, the, let's just get into it. Let's just start going in chronological order. And anything anyone wants to shout out, we'll definitely do the main line. If we want to throw in some other ones, that's fine. Okay. Uh, But, you know, well, so we don't have all the time in the world. Okay. All right, first up, the game that started it all, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 1, as it is now known. But back then it was just Final Fantasy, so named uh, because there was the thought of it being the the end of Hironobu Sakaguchi's career. That is just like, hey, this is my swan song. Here's my Final Fantasy. And then we're done. No, that didn't, uh, lo and that behold, didn't happen here until we are. Spirits Within. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy was originally released in Japan in 1987, in North America in 1990, and in uh, uh, the PAL market in 2003. <laughs> Isn't that wild? How yeah. like how just even the first thing that that there was a three year gap before it came out in for the Famicom and then released for the NES was localized. Yep. And I think there was thoughts of like, are we even going to bother to? Because you know. They did localize. I think what I think they I can't remember what happened first, but I think Dragon Quest was localized as Dragon Warrior and that yeah. sold better than they expected. And so that that's when they started like the Nintendo was like, OK, let's let's publish some more. Uh, let's port some more RPGs. Yep. Uh, I I have a lot of fa- uh, fondness for this game. I do kind of feel like it's the game that, that made me. You know, I got in on the ground floor with this franchise, and it's what made me be fascinated by Final Fantasy and want to play all of them. Um, and uh, and I think that it's aged okay. You know, if you play like one of the remakes, it's pretty good for an 80s RPG. I certainly compare it to like, a, hey, compared to Dragon Quest 1, I think it's a lot more robust and playable than Dragon Quest 1 and that, that you can create your party uh, and that it's got some of the elements that kind of uh, persists throughout the franchise, like the you know the 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 uh, things like a submarine and an airship, um, uh, all of the uh, a, a character. I think Sid is present. I'm pretty sure Sid is present in Final Fantasy One. Like a lot of that stuff is is seated. I think that it, it, it's a. And it certainly like hit really well in the, you know, the 80s and 90s. So I think this one, I, I don't think it should be below a C tier, even no. though it's very dated. I was thinking it's a solid B. 
solid B tier for the exact reasons that I could boost it in a B tier, like C plus tier. Well, all right, fuck it, B plus tier. Okay, well here's no, the thing: C, I, I, C plus, I, I, C plus, not B plus. I was downgrading it. C plus. I can. I think. Okay. I can. I can rock with C plus. Here's here. I should have. I should have said this. The tier list that I'm looking right right here has uh, S A B C one and C two. D can you, and E. Can you screen share this bad boy? Yeah, I'll screen share. Is that a possibility? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, well, this might make our lives easier. Here we go. And I, I, I added a tier down here that has them just in order because the icons are really small and some of the things like it's like it has all the uh, spinoffs here and stuff. But I was like, there's too Jesus many. Jesus Christ. There's too yeah, many there's to too get through. Uh, I have Dirge. Dirge one through uh, one through 15 here uh and then maybe a couple extra selections if if so you know if they apply can you can you delete the c2 tier i feel like this is going to just confuse delete me. the c2 tier yeah maybe click, click that little gear is okay. delete that row and then all relabel right. c1 just c okay i think you have to click there we go all right so we're sitting pretty so we have okay, so a b c d and can we change e to f yeah right, i'll do one better Double F tier. No. <laughs> Great. Not confusing. Not, not confusing at all. Oh, get out of there. FF. FF tier for the worst. <laughs> uh, let's slot Final Fantasy 1 into C tier and, and keep moving. Okay. that's That sounds good to me. All right. Because I think I think then I can make, I think we can make a case for Final Fantasy 2 being in B tier then. Uh, because I think. Wait, Final Fantasy 2? I think so. I I strong I mean I completely disagree. I've only played it on emulator, uh, but my experience with that in an emulator is that it's a pretty broken game. Really? Because I I mean I guess I played my experience with these first few uh, is in the um uh the Game Boy Advance version Dawn of Souls. So it has one and mm. two on the cartridge. I played through two and I really liked two. I don't know if I liked mm. one more, but uh, I remember playing through two quite a bit and, and, and enjoying it. Here's my issue with two. Okay. It doesn't have an experience system. Mm. It's instead got like you just, you know, it's 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 a, it's a, arguably a more modern RPG system where you use a skill over and over again, you get better at it, but because it's such an early version of that, it's completely broken. I see. Where hmm. you can just make the game completely unbalanced depending on how you play it. I don't know. I mean, it could be in C, unless you think I, it's worse than that. Unless either- I, 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 I do not like it as much as Final Fantasy 1, but also I, I, Final Fantasy 2 was not localized for NES, so I only played it later. Uh, I don't have the same nostalgia for it, so maybe it is just as good, but I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's more of a D tier. D tier. But if, it's, if, if we're going, if, if I'm saying it's a D or a C, mm-hmm. and you're saying it's a D, and Matt's saying it's a B, then I think it's a C. All right, see it. Put it in the C tier. That's wow. and see that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Donald, if you're going to argue all day, we'll never get through this. All right, moving on. <laughs> I can't even think of one. <laughs> it's just so funny. I just enjoy it. I like. Can we put one on instead? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Final Fantasy three, I think, is better than one and two, um, and I know that that game didn't come out stateside for like a long time. Mm-hmm. My experience with it for the first time was with 
the DS version, which is yep. a 3D remake of it. Yes, yes. yeah, completely. And and that's what that's what I wanted to talk about yeah. because that's the version I know. Yeah, and that's its own thing. Like it's 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 it's, it's you know again it's 3D. It's got a 3D engine. It's it's uh, it has cutscenes that are more cinematic than you would get from a yeah uh, like a, to- a sort of top down isometric Final Fantasy. So like it it feels completely different. Are we evaluating that version or are we folding them into each other? I think, well, here's the thing. I've only played through some of Final Fantasy III, uh, the original. And I'm really, really loving it. So I could mm. evaluate that. But if we want to say that Final Fantasy III for our ranking is the, 3D, is, is the DS version, that's fine. It's not what I think we I think we evaluate them both okay. because I think that that tracks with all of our experience. I, I want to say, why don't we just shift that one up to B tier? And then I have a feeling we might be doing a little scrunching a little bit later. We might be moving some things, just shifting everything yeah. down a little bit. We'll get to one later and be like, well, it's not as good as this. Right. Maybe yeah. you have to okay. put this one there and then bump up. OK. Final Fantasy three, you know, or down even who who could say, you know, um, I'd, put, I'd put three on C tier. You put three on C tier as well. I think these I think these early ones are really good games for their time. Uh but ultimately none of them are say Super Mario Brothers. Mm. You know, like none of them are great going point. are, are That's like a great way to think about it. Holy shit, this game is still people are rounding up at a party to play it on a fucking on a on a screen. And I think that what these games sort of represent to me are are like potential and if you yeah. if you put them at a c you have everywhere to go and I, and i don't think any of these are bad c is a is a is an average passing grade it's a good grade you're not tell failing. that to my parents <laughs> anyway that's a re- that's a really good point heather these these are more all of these the 8-bit final fantasies are more prototypes yeah and and four, which is the next one, is when the series really comes into its own. Uh, and that's the first one, I think, that probably holds up in contemporary terms. I'm fine to put I, it I in think, C. Yeah, let's, let's, let's put it in C. I'm fine to put it in C, but just so everybody knows, I'm putting it before Final Fantasy 1 and 2. Okay, okay. great. So that's at the top of the C stack. Yes. All right. Final Fantasy 4 released as Final Fantasy 2 on Super Nintendo. That's the version that I played and that absolutely blew my mind uh look i played pc rpgs and you know i played like the might and magic franchise and the wizardry franchise and you know i i i'd, I'd gotten to use, used to a lot of those conventions those games had were technically more advanced uh but they did not have the jrpg storytelling mm-hmm. which was obviously a presence in the dragon quest games as well that were localized for nes although the super famicom ones were never localized uh so but final fantasy 4 i think was like the first version of that that you were encountering uh in 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 the west i think this is an a tier jrpg wow i i mean that's where i'd put it i think that because i think the that the games that follow are better but i do think this is a really a uh, great, you know, our, our, our great early iteration, like baseline of this is the world sprawling epic narrative yeah. uh, with a bunch of well-drawn characters that are your party members. What I understand about the franchise, I feel like people say um, that 
at when it when we get to Final Fantasy four, that's when like the shift happens kind of. They start yeah. building to the Final Fantasy that we all know today as like yeah. you know, as Final Fantasy. So I'm that's happy to put it in an A. I, I'd put it in A or B. Let's put it in A and if it, we have to dip it down, maybe all we right. have to dip it down a little bit. Yeah, we might all do right. some dipping. Okay. All right. Final Fantasy V. Uh, this is another one that this one was not localized. They final they localized Final Fantasy two, at least in Super Nintendo. They 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 did Final Fantasy four as two, Final Fantasy six as three, which made shit extremely confusing for about twenty years. Uh, and then uh, but Final Fantasy V remained on the Super Famicom. So this again was one I played on emulator later. I really enjoy this game. It's got a job system, which is yeah. really cool. I actually think like the gameplay is probably the best of any of the the super uh, Famicom era, era Final Fantasies. It's just the story is a little bit more inert, mm. and it's it's just the 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 you know the the core characters are a little less because you're customizing them and you're changing you know whatever like like you're altering them so much. I feel like they're just a little bit less fully realized. So to me, this one's a B tier, but it is a cool game. Well, you you do get um, names like King Tycoon and mm-hmm. X Death in uh, in Final Fantasy V. That's that's a good point. That's worth something. I mean, it's not nothing. <laughs> it's not nothing. I mean, considering like before, it's like Cecil. You know, like Kane mm-hmm. na- names of, Kane of is people, cool. but then like suddenly you're playing against. How many people like, do you know named Kane? I know one. There was a there was a Fuso Ra. I think that was his name, or Fuso Ya. In uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Hmm. In in Final Fantasy Four. Well, this is not the name ranking. Yeah, we're not ranking names here. That's a different podcast. <laughs> We'll, well do it, but we're not doing it today. Okay. So A it's or a B? B. 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 I say B. I'm not trying to steamroll people no, here. No, no, no. We, we disagree. I'm B. Just, that's where I'd put it. I haven't played that one, so I I, I defer to you two. Uh, it's on that cool. One. It's like you could, you know, like, again, like you could, you could be a fucking class change to a time mage. Like that yeah. sort of uh, shit is cool. I'm working my way toward like, it. I'm going to play it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Where now, was I going? So now we're, we're go? now we're in a difficult place. Oh, six, yes. Because all of the rest of the games are S tier. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> when I look at these games, I'm like, no, that one's no, yes, that one, per- perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, Final Fantasy six is S tier. Yeah, I think that's a, that. That's honestly the easiest S tier of this entire exercise for me. No, I, I it have, is for me. I have another one that is absolutely easy. Uh, Final Fantasy six. I I don't know of a game where I have played the opening three or four hours more than mm-hmm. Final Fantasy six because sometimes when I'm not feeling great, I'll be like, "Well, let's play Final Fantasy six yeah. and and truth be told i didn't play it at the time you know i didn't have a super nintendo so i don't know when i came to final fantasy then three now six um i know i have my cartridge like i have my super nes cartridge but Mm -hmm. i don't know if i got it in like did i get it after college like i don't know when the fuck i got it but 
man, that game is beautiful. It has an incredible soundtrack. Uh, I bought the Final Fantasy VI orchestral suite or whatever the fuck it was called in like the year 2000 Mm -hmm. and have been falling asleep to it for 20 fucking years. Wow. Like, it's a great goddamn game. And it's the last of the 2D Final Fantasies, correct? Yeah. Like it's, yes. Yeah. yeah, and it's the perfection of that formula. I mean, I played this game at, at the time. I played this game when it was released. Uh, I, I returned to it several times. Uh, I think played through it three times. I I really, you know, like everything you're saying, aesthetically, it's great. It's the best, best character design. It has the best story. It has moments of like storytelling that are just like, that are completely divorced from combat. Like infamously, like the opera scene is just like so, like that's just such a cool thing that it's comparable to the trial in Chrono Trigger. It's just like, wow, you could do this with a game. Um, and uh, and and that lo- that bit of innovation, I think really puts it over the top over the other Super, uh, super Famicom era Final Fantasies. It, it's it's also just like the most refined version of that combat system. And we can spoil it now because it's like 30 years old, but like the world of ruin is such an unbelievable plot twist. Like I think for any kind of media, just like the idea of, of taking that huge fucking swing mm-hmm. of just, you know what? The rest of this game is going to take place in the end of Evangelion. Yeah. It's just like fucking, <laughs> that's wild. That's a wild thing to do. And it, and it rocks. Yep. Yep. It's a fucking S tier game, man. All right. Great. God, that's that just the opening, like you, the little mechs go out on the, on that bridge of ice or that cliff mm-hmm. of ice. And they're looking out and it's like, all right, let's head out. And then that music kicks in and you're just watching them walk through the ice. So fucking good. Also, the um, mode seven scaling. So oh, it yeah. like, feels like you're moving through. It's so good. It's great. Well, I think that was some of that was present in, in four when you get the airship. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong. I mean, it's not uh, it's not the first time. Like, I think Secret of Mana uses mode seven to fly around. Yeah. But artistically, you were right. As, a, as an artistic use of that technology, yeah. it's fucking, it hits so hard. Yeah. yeah. Great game. All right. Final Fantasy VII. I think a lot of people would put this in S tier. Um, Nick's and... not going to? <laughs> no, I think I think this absolutely belongs in S tier. I'm just like, I'm just like <laughs> I, I uh, you know, is it my favorite of the PlayStation Final Fantasies is the question. It's obviously the one that has the longest legacy, that has the most fandom. But well, I do think it's a great game. It's it's a great game. I think Final Fantasy VIII is the is the and I'm going to say a really controversial, huge, heavy take here. Mm-hmm. I think Final Fantasy VIII is the game they were trying to make with seven. Hell yeah! And I think that the. I think that the different, like, I think that the conceit of having these, uh, you know, super deformed is the the name of the style. It's not the, not not how I would, those are words that I wish I didn't have to say to describe the style, but that's Mm -hmm. what it is. Um, These super deformed versions, these chibi versions of the uh, character uh, interacting in the in the the space and then 
there's like three versions of the character designs in Final Fantasy VII. There's the map version, the interactive cutscene version, and then the regular cutscene version. And I think that in Final Fantasy VIII, it was like, no, one version effectively across all of those things. Squall always looks like a, like a, like a high school student to the best of our rendering ability, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't change shape and his shoulders don't get crunched when he like exits uh, a, a cutscene and like begins to be playable again. So I think that Final Fantasy VIII is the game that, that Final Fantasy VII was aiming at. Which is interesting to consider. I mean, I think that's certain. I, I think that's certainly Emily possible from a tactical standpoint. I, I think that yes, you are right. It is a thing when you pop between, you pop out to like Chibi Cloud, and sometimes Chibi Cloud will be like in a cutscene, and that's yeah. jarring too. Yeah, yep. a lot of that I think was just them figuring out how to do a three D Final Fantasy. That said, some of the decisions they made, like using the PlayStation era technology, deciding to like okay, from an art direction standpoint, we're going to use pre rendered cutscene, or I'm sorry, pre rendered cutscenes, yes, but pre rendered backgrounds and fixed cameras with with you know 3D character models moving within those like that makes it look so much better than it would have if they tried to do a fully 3D environment with that level of polygon pushing so i think that was like you know that was really a, a, a clever solution that obviously a lot of other games did uh that they retained for 7 8 and 9 uh, i mean i think the music's great i think it has an one of the a top 10 all-time plot twist in gaming and it is, and it sticks the landing. Uh, yeah, I think this is an S tier. Uh, Matt, do you have any any other thoughts on seven? I just remember my uncle playing this game when I was a little kid, uh-huh. and I didn't have like the language to uh, like describe why I was bored by what he was doing. So I would, and I like, <laughs> and I would forget what it was called. So I would call it the boring game. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Do we want to put it ahead of Final Fantasy VII? But then also, then where does six go in relation Wait. to? Let's let's not worry about okay. that right now because that's going to be a whole thing. Okay. But I, the, yeah, I I like six more, but let's not worry okay. about that. I thought now, we were talking about seven. We were talking about seven. Okay, because Matt just yeah. put eight up on the S tier. Yeah, very bold stroke to take oh, eight. All I the thought way we were talking. I thought we were talking about eight. <laughs> no, no. We'd been talking about seven, oh. but we'll, we can move on to eight. Okay, seven stays in S tier. I think eight. T- I Wait, think can eight I, joins can I say, it honestly. Can I say yeah. one thing? Which is Please. that one of my uh, most treasured things in my whole is uh, <laughs> I have a pre-order poster that is made out of translucent uh, cardboard, translucent paper. I don't know what the fuck. It, it's translucent media. So mm-hmm. it could be put in a light box in a store window. And lit oh. from behind. And it is my Final Fantasy VII pre-order poster. And like having that poster and like Cloud with the sword looking up at Midgar and people not knowing what it was that they were pre-ordering. I mean, the, the demo had come out and like there was this, you know, the the vague sort of pop culture enthusiasm was starting to like crescendo. But mm-hmm. like still that poster to me is like, it's like the Star Wars teaser poster. It's like, yeah. This is going to be 20 plus years, 25 years of media is going to come out of this game. So 
and and such a consequential game in terms of gaming history. Yeah, like like per like obviously the migration of, of Square and ultimately Square Enix from away from Nintendo, you know, to to Sony shifts the console yep. wars so much. I mean, such a system seller. I bought a fucking PlayStation One. Uh, a thing I did not expect myself to do because of Final Fantasy VII and Resident Evil. So yep. Uh, all right, Final Fantasy VIII. Look, I maybe Heather people might be mad at us. I like eight more than seven. I have such a fondness for this game. I think that the 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 combat system is maybe not as great and it's maybe a little narratively uneven, but I just find it so uh, like I, I find the world so appealing and despite its flaws, I just have such affection for this game. I I would say that my my love for eight is Colored by nostalgia, sure. Mm-hmm. But then I remember things like, oh, yeah, they go to space. Yes. They go to space in this game. They go game. to space. Like, they, you you fly around <laughs> in your school building, and then they go to space. Because monsters, if you read the... Fu- like, there's like a full Wikipedia on the on the like school computer systems. And if you read that, you know that they think the monsters are coming from the moon. So when the game's like, we got to go to space, you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. I read the, I read the supplementary material cause I was a good student and I studied, <laughs> I studied for my test that you have to take like within the first 20 minutes of the game. It also has, and this is nothing to shake a fucking stick at. It has triple triad. Which also, on its own, is a fully fucking great game. So, right, eight goes in the S tier. Yeah, I think so. It also has Fisherman's Horizon, one of the best tracks ever made in these classic. uh, Yeah, all right. That track, along with the Balam Garden theme, it's like to me those two in of themselves, but the, the, the track, the, the, the soundtrack holistically is like one of Uematsu's best. It yeah. might be my favorite Final Fantasy score. I, I, I think this game is great. People are going to be mad at us, but it's fine. That's tier. All right. Final Fantasy nine. Hell yeah. A lot of people thought there was a bit of a backlash to eight and nine. They went in a more, you know, sort of like, it's kind of honestly kind of akin to 16 of just like, it's a, a little bit more of a traditional high fantasy sort of feel to it. It's my least favorite of the PlayStation Whoa. Final Fantasies, but I still think it's awesome. Uh, nine is when I was playing nine all mm-hmm. the way up until the end. I was like, this is my favorite Final Fantasy game. This is it. This one, it knocks all the others down a tier. And then the ending wasn't satisfying to me. Not a great ending. And no. I was like, oh, but in the last game, like Squall was in like a... a a liminal space mm-hmm. and had to remember his friends as like triumphant orchestral like music played. And then like you saw sta- like he couldn't remember his faces. And then, and then eyes on me st- starts screaming out over your speakers and it's all mo-capped and it's incredible. And then this one, I think it's just like, she runs down a flight of stairs and says, I love you. Fucking. Yeah. It's, it's a little, and also I feel like, Vivi, the black mage character. Vivi fucking rules. Vivi rules. It's such a great character design, cool character, but it feels like it's, I, I don't know. It, it feels like they, they, they weren't willing to <clears throat> commit to the tragedy that that character's existence implies. 
uh, in the in the 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 end game. That said, that that's not the only issue I have with it. I do think it's really it's really good, but I just found it's like by this point I felt like the formula had been perhaps a little bit exhausted, uh, and. Yeah, I think pacing wise, I just I, w- I was just less engaged by this game, but also maybe it's when it hit me. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say. But the fucking music is so good. Nine is such incredible another great score. Fucking music. Am I? I mean, no, it's an S. It's an S game. It's S. Yeah, put an S here. Let me wait. Let's not fuck around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's still S here. <laughs> That's Great. amazing. Great. Uh, I haven't played that one, but uh, I'm excited to to get to it. All right, here comes a hot a hot take. Final Fantasy X B tier. How dare you? B tier. Here's why. It, it's good. Don't make me yeah. laugh like Titus. <laughs> That's why. That is exclusively why. That's exclusively why. And not that scene, but the production value of the dubbing of this game. The game is like, they fucking shout from the rooftops, here it is, a voice acted Final Fantasy game. And it, for me, ruined my ability to enjoy the game. Because the the direction and the production values of that of that. It, it sucks. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's awful. I, um, it doesn't bump me as much Oof. as it bumps you. Partly because you're sick fuck. I'm a sick fuck. <laughs> no, I was just, I think that era had so much bad voice acting. Sure. That it was not like anywhere near the most egregious example. So I just kind of took it in stride. And some of it is okay. Some of it is embarrassing. A lot of it, I think, just came from the way it was produced and the actors not having a lot of context for what they were doing uh, based off some of this, some of what I read about this game. I'll say uh, character designs, I think, are great. I think this is like the best, These this is like the best looking party I think of any of these, any Final Fantasy game. I just think like like the 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 array of different looks that we have uh, are just so fucking good. Uh, I really like. I, I mean, I, I enjoy the gameplay. I don't love Blitzball, but I think the idea of sin as just like an entity and as like a thing that's giving this game narrative thrust is like fucking fascinating. And it's a legit such a moment anytime sin shows up, uh, and uh, and Rex House. To me, this is an S tier game, and this is at times this has been, uh, you know, people made fun of me for this, but at times this has been my favorite Final Fantasy. Uh, I think maybe Heather, we meet in the middle, and we put this in A tier for now. Okay, I I could make a case maybe for A two. I've played a good chunk of Final Fantasy ten. I borrowed it from my uncle because I, and I played it probably after. I had played the first Kingdom Hearts, so I just have like a different familiarity with the characters because a few of them yeah. are in it a little more. Um, and I remember getting to the Blitzball section and just being at an age where I was like, "This is kind of cool." <laughs> like, I, 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 I was like, probably like the one of the I, I was the exact age to think what they did with that was a good idea. Uh, maybe in hindsight, it, it, it's not good, but um, I didn't have a problem with it when I originally played it. It's a little clunky. I don't love mm-hmm. it, but I do love the world. I do love like kind of I do honestly love it just being like a uh, what's it like Scarif from Rogue mm-hmm. One, like a beachy sort of environ is just such a cool place to set something that's that's kind of that's the that's that's fantasy. Mm-hmm. And then also and, and unexpected. I, and I like the sphere grid system. Yeah, sphere grid is fun. 
Let's put it A tier. We can adjust. Yeah. Okay. What do we think? Are we doing Final Fantasy X-2? Uh, I think we skip we it. We skip it. Okay. I don't know. We could. I don't know. It's. I, I, I like that it exists. It's the first direct sequel to one of these. I, I don't think it's above a B tier. Because some of these other games have sequels too. Like there's like a couple of different Final Fantasy 13, I think, sequels. And some of them have expansions. So I wasn't sure... I didn't want to include expansions, right? Because that's like its own thing. Let's, yeah. Let's stick with mainline okay. games. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, Final Fantasy XI. Uh, I didn't play XI. All right. Uh, here's, here's some reasons why XI is S tier. Wow. Um, one, it is uh, the first massively multiplayer perpetual Final Fantasy XI. Okay. But you might be thinking to yourself, well, just because it's the first doesn't mean that it's good. Counterpoint, this game is still online 20 fucking years later. You can still <laughs> play Final Fantasy XI. And I, I want to share because the um, I believe the website needs to be accessible from inside the game. So the website, which has I've just put it in our chat like our, uh, our um, text chat, the website has dates that are seemingly visually in conflict with the design of the website, which is fully buried in 2003 web design. Oh man. Yeah. This is angel fire shit. So that you, ha so that you can access it within the game, but the dates on the game are like, Hey, the uh, the new uh, Hot Vanadil Knights campaign is is launching on June twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. They're still fucking providing content to this game. Like, this is I, nuts. I played. I played. Is more... this official? Sorry, is this official support or is this fan support? No, this is official support. Wow. Um, I played. I think I spent. Oh, God, I, I wish I remember the amount of time. I think I spent five real world months in Final Fantasy XI, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is when you consider that I was playing for like two hours a day. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. That five months of my life yeah. are memories no, of a virtual space. That's a lot. Yes, that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, It's kind of like more than a lot. It I, both sounds like a lot and is a lot. I, 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 I was living in Amsterdam when this game came out and I imported because like who the fuck knew when it was going to. So I brought I imported a PlayStation, imported the hard drive, imported like I played it on my laptop, but my laptop was like setting itself on fire in order to play the game. <laughs> so I was like, well, the only way I'm going to be able to play this fucking game is if I get a PS2. So I imported a PS2, imported the hard drive, imported the game and was like, I hope that uh, this fucking machine can log into servers from, and it could, it fucking could. And I played Final Fantasy Online. It's S tier game, S tier game. It wouldn't, it wouldn't still be running if it wasn't S tier. I'll defer to Heather because I, I never played. We'll Final put Fantasy it well. in the S. Great. Final Fantasy 12. S tier. <laughs> yeah, this is an S tier. Look, the, here's, here's the thing about 12 is this was like, the, uh, I, I think this one, 
is a really important Final Fantasy game because they kind of were like, okay, the existing formula is not sustainable forever. We can't just have yeah. the same sort of, you know, a turn ba- exact same sort of turn-based encounters uh, combat system that we've been doing uh, for, you know, for the game's run up to this point. And they really mixed up the formula, which in and of itself has kind of become a convention of Final Fantasy now. Like, how do we change up the formula? How do we update it? How do we make it more approachable for modern players? And I think they hit it out of the park. I also just, like, love the world. Like, yep. I think, like, the world design is fucking awesome. Yep. Um, and then the uh, the the definitive version they released of this. What was that called? The Zodiac Age. Zodiac. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like it's it's such a refinement of everything. And um, yeah, one of the, one of the best Final Fantasy games. I for for a, a window of time, Final Fantasy twelve was my favorite Final Fantasy game. I was uh, I was like, man, I don't think it gets better than that one. Uh, I love the combat system. I love the music, which was not done by. Nobuo Umetsu, uh, it was done by a, a different artist who had also done Final Fantasy Tactics, whose name escapes I'll bring me. up the name. Um, it's great. And it was the first voice acted Final Fantasy game that I felt like was treating me with a little bit of dignity. <laughs> sure. So by comparison to Final Fantasy X, I was like, fuck, this game is fucking great. It was also insanely detailed spaces like there's i i remember a, a time where you're walking through like a market and there were people in the market and like you'd like walk around people and like you could see wares out on the in these outdoor market spaces and i was like god damn i don't even know how you do th-. and now that sounds stupid that me saying there was stuff in the stalls sounds like a dumb idiot's like take on a game. But at the time I was like, this is the most detailed thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So Final Fantasy 12 also great logo. Fucking no, great I think logo. That, fantastic logo. I think you're absolutely right in terms of like, oh, this world feels inhabited and populated. Yeah. This doesn't feel like a video game environment. Yep. And you know, that's that's again, I mentioned the world. That's part of what I like. Uh, the Hitoshi Sakimoto is the composer. I should know this name and I'm going to retain this name because not only did a uh, uh, did a uh, uh, Sakimoto son do the score for Final Fantasy 12, also Final Fantasy Tactics, as you mentioned. And one of my favorite games of the PlayStation era, Vagrant Story. No, oh, there you so, go. Yep. Yep. There you go. Where are we at now? Final uh, Fantasy right. 13. 13. All right. Okay, so here's here's where I my whole ass hangs out. Uh, I did not play Final Fantasy 13 or Final Fantasy 15. Holy shit. So those are big gaps in my knowledge. Final Fantasy 12 was the last mainline Final Fantasy I played until 16, which I was considering. Wow. I was like, am I going to play this one too? Wow. Uh, I, I, they, 13, you know, it came out at a time where I, like, it didn't really have time to play it. And it also had, like, I think the worst reviews of any mainline Final Fantasy. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this is the one I skip. You know what? Maybe maybe this is the week I don't watch the new Simpsons episode. And so I didn't watch it. And then when 15 came out, I was like, well, shit, I really should play 13 before I played this, even though they're not related. So as, a, as such, I haven't played either game. 13. So I'll defer to Heather. 13's having a renaissance online right now. People are returning to 13 and they're like, fuck, Much this like game is fucking great. Yeah, much like lightning. <laughs> I saw a really good joke uh, about that, which is that uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to remember who wrote it, but somewhere on Twitter I read 
<laughs> the name Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 sounds like she's bringing the game back to Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I liked Final Fantasy 13 at the time. I was like, okay, it was much more linear than Final Fantasy 12, which made it feel like a step backwards. Because right. Final Fantasy XII had these huge play environments where you could like run around and and like fight monsters you weren't supposed to, which, as we know, is one of my greatest thrills in a video game. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy XIII was extremely linear, but because of that, the environments are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. The music is gorgeous. The character design is fantastic. <sighs> Oh, man, I think it's an A-tier game. Wow. Same level as Final Fantasy IV and Final Fantasy X for Final Fantasy XIII. It's A-tier. It's A-tier game. It's A-tier. Wow. It's A-tier game, but the, the drink was really good. There's a really good drink. Oh, uh, well, if, if all these games had drinks, <laughs> we, this ranking would be different. I really like the battle system in thirteen. Battle system is fucking great. I gotta just play it. I gotta play the final. I, I'm saying this now, and I don't mm -hmm. know if I'm gonna be able to keep this up, but I want to play through all of them. Uh, I would like to say you that can I've do done that. It. I think I'm gonna try and do it. That can just be your life. Yeah. Like you can just be like, I'm gonna do that. The problem is then you have to choose other things not to do, and that's what I run into. Yes. Because, well, right now, the thing that I'm looking at is the release calendar, and like, I know what's coming up the rest of the year, but I think. If I maintain a two game sort of thing and have my console game be whatever big experience I'm doing, and I don't think there mm. are any big Switch games coming out until like the end of the year or the beginning of next year, that I'm like, Switch could be Final Fantasy. And I think I can play through all the Final Fantasy wow. games on Switch. Wow. Uh, until I get to like 15, obviously, because that's not on there. Um, but I think I can do it. I mean, I heard that the the, the the Switch version of the Pixel Remasters is a really nice package. I'm, so. I'm loving it so far. Okay. Um, but 14 is next, and I know that we all threatened at one point to play this game together, and we yeah. have not done it. Um, no. I also have... I got it deep on sale because there was a period of time where, like, you could get all of the expansions and, and you know, and the base one for, like, 30 bucks, and it was like a... It was like some. It was like ninety percent off or something. So like, if you mm -hmm. bought all the expansions at full price, it would have been expensive. But at thirty bucks, I was like, let me do it. And then another expansion came out. Well, hold on though. Uh huh. Are we talking about Final Fantasy fourteen, or are we talking about what is effectively the sequel, A Realm yes. Reborn? Final That's Fantasy a great fourteen. Point. Oh, I I think the original Final Fantasy fourteen. It was, you know, there's a reason they uh, they destroyed the world. Four Literally, like there was a world ending event oh, and then they rebooted. I didn't it. know this. 14 yeah. on its own is an F tier game. Wow. Like. I jam it in there. Put that. Put the. Put, let's, get, let's get something in the F tier. Like Realm Realm Reborn. Incredible game. Loved playing it. Like great music. Great fan service. Fucking great. But, fan service, eh? But final no, I mean like fan service for people who play <laughs> Final Fantasy games. But but Final Fantasy 14 was such a catastrophe 
that people weren't even leaving Final Fantasy XI to play it. Wow. Like, it was like, why would I waste my time on this? It, like, there's a, a famous press conference where, like, Square Enix apologizes, like, by, like, deep bowing and being like, we're so sorry. <laughs> we fucked up. And then they bring out, and then they 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 have um, a meteor hit the game, inside the game, destroy the world. Everybody's waving to you, Mary. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Mary. Mary. Hi. <laughs> um, destroys the world. So a meteor flies in in-game, destroys the world, and the whole thing is completely reborn with an absolutely new, like, like story, everything. Mm-hmm. And that's the Final Fantasy fourteen that everybody loves. I, I put we 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 shouldn't play it on the show because we don't have time. But I I put the um the video in the chat, Matt. You should watch it later of the final uh, the the end of Final Fantasy fourteen okay. when they destroyed the world, and it's great because it's just like everyone is just standing around, just like watching, like this meteor come towards them, just like awaiting oblivion. Yeah, I'll check yeah, that it's, out. I don't. I I also don't know that there is any. Like, okay, depending on how Phantom Liberty goes, like for Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. I can't think of any game that has had such an arc of uh, of 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 repent re- repentance. Is that a word? Redemption. Redemption. Sure. Yeah. And the the game is. Like has gone from one of the biggest laughing stocks of all of Square Enix's library to a tried and true, massively successful RPG. And I don't I can't think of any any other time that a game has gone from zero to hero. Uh No Man's Sky, I think, is the other recent example oh, yeah, yeah. of just like as in, as initially released, there's a huge backlash and they've updated it so much yep. and given so many free updates that people love it now. Yeah. So we we got we can't publish this list as is because it looked like we're putting Final Fantasy fourteen in F tier, but I did just just for our purposes, Final Fantasy fourteen, the original version yeah. is going in F yeah. tier, and then a Realm, Realm Reborn, Reborn A tier, which they don't have as a separate thing on the tier with it, where it, where I have it, but I can find it and put it in. Eight, I I'd, I'd make that an A an A or a, an S tier game. Okay, people are going to be so mad if. 11 is S and 14 is A. <laughs> Just saying. All right. All right. So they're both S tier. That's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I have no skin in this game. All right. That takes us to Final Fantasy 15. S-tier, Again, another S-tier, one I, I haven't S-tier, played. S-tier, you put that in S tier. I platinumed that fucking game. Wow. I got to play I'm it. I'm really excited I, to sure play it after it. 16. I platinumed this game and opened up an account on Coleman, Japan. To import the camping gear that the boys use in Final Fantasy 15 so that I could set up my actual campsite as a recreation of the Final Fantasy 15 campsite. The music is godly. It is fucking godly. It is some of the best music of the entire series. I think the battle, I've played the battle theme in our battle tier, like our battle theme tier ranking shit. That's right, yeah. Yes. The fucking it also has relationships that 
like actually work as opposed I mean they're like sure all these boys are tropey but the relationships work and it fucking sticks the ending I I think especially if you take all of the side stories and shit like if you do like Final Fantasy 15 Royale Edition, which is all mm-hmm. of the co- the supplementary content all packed into the package as was intended, but could not be released upon because originally this game was a spinoff of Final Fantasy 13 called Final Fantasy 13 Versus. And after like 15 years of development or some shit, like 10 years of development, they finally were like, this isn't going to be happening. Nobody cares about Final Fantasy 13 anymore. We have to make it its own game. We're going to retain some of the elements of this original story, scrap all the rest of it. There's, there is such a uh, behind the scenes drama, like meta commentary that happens because Mm. of the way this game shifts internal power dynamics at Square Enix, people have argued that elements of Kingdom Hearts 3 are direct criticisms of Final Fantasy XV. Mm-hmm. All that being said, game fucking rocks. It fucking rocks. The animation's incredible. The music's incredible. And, and I, love, I love my boys. And also, I want to say... When it was like, oh, it's it's four boys on a road trip, you could not have found a less interested person. Like I was like, <laughs> Jesus, that sounds like it sucks. And then yeah. I played it and I'm like, nope, this game fucking rolls. Uh, all right. I think this is this is a this is a pretty good listing. I think, you know, probably something the D tier should not be vacant. There's probably some things we should shuffle around, but we don't need we we, we you Heather, you got now we got to keep moving here. I, I will say that overall that it, just to recap, uh, we are saying that pretty much the entire series from six on is. <laughs> so, so there you go. <laughs> Which is what Heather predicted. <laughs> we put we put X and and thirteen in yeah A in A, but they're still great games. We're still putting them in That's A true. tier. Yeah, fuck. Are yeah, we doing nice that- any of these other boys? Any of these other? Why do I keep calling everything a boy today? If there's anything else you want to you want to uh, th- toss in there real quick, but I think we haven't touched on any of the spinoffs yet. I feel like it's probably easiest just to keep it as a mainline okay. thing, unless there's something you feel really. Well, I was going to say Final Fantasy Tactics S tier, Final Fantasy yeah, Tactics Advance S tier. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Woof. C tier. C. Because Which of the remake. With, oh, if, if it was because of the remake, it'd be F. Oh. But C tier because you can hook up your Game Boys and mm-hmm. you play you play it all together. It's, yeah. But ultimately, not it's not a perfect game. I'm Crystal not going to lie yeah. to myself. Uh, what else we got? Go, scroll down. Final Fantasy VII Remake S tier. S tier. Yeah, Stranger of Paradise, S tier. <laughs> I wish you guys would right. play it. It's fucking great. I have great. it, and it's not not on my list to to, oh my to God, play. Oh my god, it through. is so funny. It is so funny. It's, I, it's okay. Keep going. Let's just let's just shout through these. I mean, Final there's Fantasy so 12, we can't, we can't so do many. all of these. Do there's too many. We don't have time. 
We have time to talk about Chocobo's Dungeon. Yeah, or Dissidia, Final Fantasy Dirge Corrupt. of Cerberus. We're talk about Final Fantasy Record, cre- record Keeper. Dissidia. <laughs> There's just too many. There's too Final many. Final Fantasy Dimensions, never even heard of record, that. Record Keeper, holy shit. <laughs> you love Record Keeper. I used to, I, yeah, I, I spent some money on Record Keeper back in the day. What about... Final Fantasy The First Soldier, which was my entry point into the Battle Royale genre, which because of its existence, the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog is in prison. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Is that F tier? Because what it it did to you? I don't. don't. There's just a lot. There's so many. I think think we're we're very comprehensive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great. Great. Uh, All right. Let's move on. That was Tears of the Kingdom Final Fantasy. I got a segment. Oh, There's a new segment. Wow. segment. I forgot you have a segment. This one is called Button Mash. Like the so here's like the arcade and um, dining place in Los Angeles. Yeah, I guess like that. Cool. But it's a term that predates right. that. But it's a, it's button mash. <laughs> button mash. This is button mash. Button mash. Uh, this is a, this is a controller based quiz, and the way this will work is. There is one question regarding a controller for each console generation in chronological order. This might be too hard. In fact, I'm going to just say this is too hard, but I think this will be fun. All right. Do, so we understand. I'm going to ask a question about a controller. Yeah. Buzz in and answer. Okay, great. First up. The Magnavox Odyssey controller <laughs> has two paddles and one button. So it's a little box with two paddles and one button. What is the button labeled? Beep, um, boop. Heather. Play. It's not play. Matt? Is it uh, start? It's not start. The one button on the Magnavox Odyssey controller is a reset button. <laughs> <laughs> they were figuring it out. <laughs> All right, next up, jumping ahead, jumping ahead to Gen 2. What color was the button, the one button on the Atari 2600 joystick? What color was the beep, button? Beep, 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 beep. Red. It is a red button. <laughs> Matt is on the board with one point. All right, next up. This is a Gen 3 question. You can get two points here. The Sega Master System controller had an eight-way D-pad and two buttons. Name those buttons. Eight-way D-bad and two buttons. Oh, my God. Uh, Heather. Button one and two. You are correct. You get two points for that. Bonus points. What is the alternate label of the one button? Alternate label. I want to say select. It's not select, Uh, Matt. Is it A? No, it is one slash start oh. is a dual function button. Do you know that uh, Master System, also, the controller also came with a tiny joystick you could screw into the D-pad? Yes. I remember that because my friend had yeah. one and it did not work no, it well. it sucked. Really clunky. There was, I had a PC, I had a, like a Gravis gamepad that had that too. I don't know why they thought people would want the mini stick. Mm. Whatever, they're figuring right. it out. Uh, next up, go, skip ahead to Gen 4. We're in 16-bit land now. Uh, Heather has two points, Matt has one. The Super NES face buttons were two shades of purple. The Super Famicom, which was released in Japan and PAL territories, face buttons were four different colors. Red, green, blue, and blank. 
Heather. Heather. Yellow. You're correct. It is a yellow button. Bonus points. Which button was the yellow button? Heather. Go ahead, Heather. A. Not A. Is it? Well, you said there's how many buttons are there? Four. Four buttons. Four face buttons. Red, green, blue, and yellow. What color is the yellow? Or what label is the yellow button? Um, Y? It's not Y. It is the B Mm. button. The B button is the yellow button. Oh, well. All right. Next one. Gen 5. Namco bundled the PlayStation 1 port of Time Crisis with a light gun. Name that light gun. Oh, man. Oh, man. I know it. I know it. Nick, this is hard. Oh, this might be too no, hard. Wait, I had no, one of these, I so so I know this. Oh, I don't remember. I know it though. I cannot. It had a pass through, so you could you you take your RGB cable or you take your uh, you know the the yellow uh, video input cable, and it would pass through to the light gun, so it would be like a really precise aim. It would be like pixel perfect. Don't remember it. Uh, anyone want to take a guess? I can't even I can't even think of what it could be called. Can't remember. It was it was the Namco gun. That's con. it. Uh, fucking shit. The gun. gun con. Then, but then you hear that and you're like, oh yeah. Like that Yeah, makes I sense. remember. God damn it. <laughs> the gun con coming to the Toyota Center <laughs> in July. Uh next up. Gen 6, the GameCube controller had an asymmetric design with only three shoulder buttons or triggers. Which side of the controller had two shoulder buttons? Heather. Heather. Uh, That would be the right side. You are correct. It was the R button and the Z button were both on the right side. Heather has four. Matt has one. Heather's doing really good. All right, skipping ahead. Gen 7, also staying with Nintendo. There was a small button in the dead center of the Wii remote bordered by minus and plus Fuck. buttons. Heather. What is the button between minus and plus? Heather. Home. That is the home wow. button. Heather has five points. All right. Uh, Matt playing for personal pride yeah. now. Jenna uh, <laughs> 8. Which I have none. <laughs> On the Xbox One controller, okay. what is the position in the diamond of the Y button? Uh, it's um, Matt. Beep, 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 beep. I heard Matt. It's the top of the diamond. It is to- It is the top. Thank you are God. correct, Matt. Matt has two. Heather has five. Nicely done, Matt. And final question, caught up to modern times, Gen 9. In U.S. dollars, what is the current retail price for a PlayStation 5 DualSense controller? Beep, boop, 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 boop. Matt. I believe it's sixty nine ninety nine. You are correct. Holy shit. Yes. It's a lot of money for a fucking yeah. controller. God. Fuck, that's so much. Heather 5, Matt 3. You did hey, well. We did you good. Got, yeah. You collectively got uh got like seven or eight of the, for, the nine questions. We forgot questions. about Gun Con. Yeah. Yeah. How could we forget? So close near and dear to our hearts. Yep. Yep. I can't believe I got rid of my fucking Gun Con. That was so fucking Nick, cool. it wouldn't work for what you're trying to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's this week's Get Played. Our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Area Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. And also, 
We got Get Animate, our paywalled show. Uh, you know, Stitcher Premium might be going away, but you can still find that on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Get Played. Uh, Heather, we're still working our way through Haruhi Suzumiya. Yeah, we're uh, in the final few episodes of The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, which is the mid-2000s mega-hit anime that inspired dances all over the world, including prisons. They were so dancing please. in the prisons. They were dancing in the prisons to Haruhi. So please uh, check out us on uh, patreon.com slash get played. That's right. If you're on Stitcher Premium and you're like, well, hey, where's all this content going? Well, you know what? You can find it all on patreon.com slash get played. We got our whole archives of all of our animated episodes uh, going back to uh, when we started things out off by watching through all of Evangelion. So check that out. Uh, well, we'd love to have you over Rest there. The content DVD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. find out. Uh and then, oh, the episodes that we're watching of Haruhi Suzumiya uh, this week are uh, t- episodes 27 and 26, in that order. <laughs> yeah, there we're watching go. it in broadcast order, so That's don't right. just hop on Crunchyroll and start with episode one, because you'll be disoriented. Huge mistake. <laughs> Guys, it's been fun hanging out with you. What a blast. What a And I want to say all the way from Amsterdam. That you both got played. Oh. Still stings. <laughs>